0: This season of The Good Up Podcast is sponsored by Empath Psychological Services. Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work, happy hour conversation with your best friend.
1: you good up bad like, hello.
0: The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming Good Up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's
1: episode. Here at the Good Up Pod, we're all about shedding light on life experiences that have contributed to who we are and learning to navigate them to find a feeling that's, well, you know, good up. For some of us, that journey includes therapy. Empath Psychological Services operates with the belief that life's challenges are not all of who we are. They aim to create a non judgmental environment to help their clients harness their own power and to find their path to mental well being. Good Up and Empath Psychological Services share a passion for helping others navigate their own healing their way. If you're interested in
0: teletherapy services in the U.S. Virgin Islands or the state of Texas, check out the link in the description box for more information on how you can book a session with Empath Psychological Services. Hey, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Up Motherfucking Podcast. I am that crop top Moni Haran in the Bargal Antem video where, like, Hattiti Remo hanging out. That's me.
1: Hey, that's what I is. am. the baddest bitch in Hey house, Rue, because she's taking the cutest little nap. <laughs> she really is. oh yes. she's such a boo. not even here. She's the cutest. I love her. For those
0: of you who are not patrons, there's a cat who just like laid the fuck out behind me. Um, because she runs this house, she pays no rent, she pays no bills, but she, she... runs this house.
1: Is okay. the sprinkle sprinkle queen of this galaxy? She really um, is, and I know you might be
0: thinking, "Oh, it's you?" Because obviously, like you are the apple of Stevens'. I know I'm not. Bitch. No, it's the cat. I'm he his wife, but that's his woman. Okay.
1: Yeah, she set up his wife, but that's his woman. When we go to
0: bed at night, and I try to cuddle up with my man, guess who to jump <laughs> on the bed and lay down all on top of he and look at me like, bitch, "Bitch, get your dirty fucking paws off of my man." Yeah, it's true.
1: So, oh, I love that. I like, y'all, I need to <laughs> tell y'all because hey, I thought she was gonna wake that baby up. And put her out of the room. Because she's like, oh, she's going to wake she up. She's going to wake up the episode, upstairs, and start sleeping shit. And I was like, so? She's asleep. <laughs> I was like, please leave that baby alone. Like, we're going to just have to interrupt the episode. Is the
0: fact Come that back. I don't excuse my cats for anything. I just, I want to send my cats to live with you for six months. And then let me know how you feel after. You know, let me know if your furniture I mean, survives. Let me know how so you feel when five o'clock in the morning, you're being woken up. Like, um, bitch, I don't it know it if is. you know, but it's a new day and I need to eat the zoomies. Track like the Imani, you do think somebody breaking into your fuck because these cats are running around the house knocking shit over.
1: Oh, my God. Running fast
0: as fuck. Run, like, they don't care. They don't care. Oh, my God. Um, But anyway, it's a new week. Last week was so exciting. I, <sighs> oh listen... I gonna be I gonna be just excited about that episode until further notice but yeah um, honestly
1: like I can't see a reason to not just hold on to the excitement like it's just exactly. it keeps me just going like yeah. I randomly I don't be doing chores and I just randomly get like flashbacks of that conversation we had with Monet and I'm just like bitch yeah we did I'm that so we had, fun. I had
0: so much fun Same. um and I'm looking forward to to more episodes you know she knows she's welcome back anytime Um, yeah, I gonna be honest. I oh, it's so funny, right? So everyone knows I'm a manager, I have a team of three people. And whenever we meet, we'd ask each other, how are you showing up today? Right? And I Mm -hmm. love that question, because it's kind of a preemptive, like, if I bitchy today, I gonna tell you like, Mm -hmm. I'm in a fucking mood. Okay? Yeah. So it allows us to kind of set the, the tone of the conversation so that we in all hype and loud and shit, if somebody in the room just in the mood. Mm-hmm. today I am showing up a little bitchy and <laughs> a little tired and a little anxious it's a lot going on in here you know Yeah. um I kind of I have travel coming up which me and DJ are about to talk about after we finish recording yeah. and y'all know from previous episodes when it comes to travel I don't do well with the planning and the getting there okay so I try oh not get God. through this fucking week so you all know that every week Deidre to come with a good up good up astrology to tell I what the fuck you should I shouldn't be doing this week and or just to give you guidance because Deidre is not your mother nor she is nor is she an astrology and instruction manual for your life but you know we like to make sure I get a good up guidance and always shapes and forms so Deidre tell the people and what the fuck the planet's doing and why
1: hey okay so <laughs> look looking at the planets right first of all for all my girlies that are going through the gigs hug yourself, love yourself. (laughs) I'm going to just say it Flat out, right? Obviously it's Leo season. Happy birthday to my Leos. Okay. Mm. This chart that I'm looking at though is I'm sensing a lot of tension, but at the same time, I'm sensing a level of harmony, right? We love when the sun is in Leo. The sun is right at home in Leo. So a lot of people are feeling good, feeling confident. Um, as obviously, depending on where Leo falls in your chart, that's gonna look different. If Leo is say in your fourth house, right? You probably are feeling really confident in the home space. You probably just mastered some kind of like way to manage your home life. Things such as that. So that's just like a little example. So because the sun is right at home, everybody is charged up. Obviously, the Leos are hella charged up, but everybody is charged up.
0: Fucking fool.
1: Yes. Everybody is charged up in some fashion. The first thing I see on this chart is a lot of tension. And the reason why I say that is because there is a lot of planets opposing each other. when I look at the planets, I try to imagine like a conversation. I see the planets as different people in a family at like a family gathering. And baby girl, the girlies are beefing a little bit. The sun and Pluto are like damn near directly opposing each other. So for some people that could look like explosive arguments of some kind. It could look like somebody who maybe somebody who recently had like a makeover of some kind or who recently started feeling more confident about themselves being called out by somebody who's not used to it. So you know how sometimes they say things like, oh, um, when you upgrade yourself, certain people can't come with you because they feel like you've changed. Not and kind in your moment. Yes, for because uh, you know, I've... I've and listen, you know that bitch good for a devil, makeover. She's good for a makeover, but also... Go- Thank you for bringing her up, because think about the devil wears Prada and Princess Rem- Darius. Her friend name was her fucking haters. Remember how her friend went on? Remember how they had how they treated her? They were happy to receive the free gifts she got from um the the magazine company, but they were judging her for losing her identity when in reality she was evolving into another. What happened version to of the herself. Andy? I know she wasn't a exactly. bad bitch. That's why exactly. At- I so some people are experiencing something like that mm-hmm. where a transformation that they've recently kind of embraced. It could even be somebody who's been on a fitness journey for a long time. Somebody close to them might somehow shame them for it. And that's just an example. It's not saying that specific, but it's that kind of vibe. Some people are going through that. Um, that's not specific to Leo's. It could be some people who are like Capricorns or have Capricorn, like significant Capricorn placements but it could, this could apply to anybody, but there are gonna be people dealing with things like that. Um, another thing people are gonna be dealing with is explosive emotions. So be very mindful of how things are impacting your, like the way you feel, especially cause as I'm looking at this, the moon is currently in Libra. Be very mindful of how you handle your emotions. This is something I tell to Dylan all the time. You're entitled to your feelings, but you're not entitled to lash out at people because of your feelings. Relax. Um. Yes. <laughs> relax. And even aside from relax, if somebody has offended you or if you feel slighted, you have a right to express that, but you don't have to lash out at people by expressing that. Yeah. You know? So when you find yourself feeling hot up in your heart space, check in with yourself and say, okay, this is something that needs to be addressed, but Mercury and Venus is going to, are going to support you in kind of managing your emotions Mm -hmm. and staying true to what you're passionate about without like exploding on people. This is not the
0: time to practice who going to beat my ass.
1: This hold is not off time on that to... for a little while. Yes. Hold Think off about on it. not
0: hotting up your heart space.
1: Exactly. But be honest with yourself about what is hotting up your heart space. So when something hot up your heart space, then use that energy to kind of, why is this hotting up my heart space? What about it is hotting up my heart space? What do I need to say to this person so my heart space could cool down? How do I say this in a way where my message does not get lost in the delivery? Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we still have saturn retrograde in pisces if you're a patron you saw that bonus episode i did a few weeks ago talking about ocean gate and all that jazz we also have neptune retrograde in pisces um this is a be honestly y'all just be careful in the ocean period and that's aside from astrology this is on a some spiritual shit be careful in the ocean in any black like, natural body of water respect the ocean respect nature don't be fooling around in the water okay i'm going to mm-hmm. leave it at that If you guys want more information about this, if you guys want to understand how everything I just explained applies to you specifically, or if you're feeling everything I just described and you need guidance on how to navigate it and how to like strategize using this energy book a reading with me, we can sit together. I will show you based on your your, um, natal chart where in your life this is being affected. You probably already know that, but I can also tell you how to navigate it. And at least give you a timeline on when it's gonna cool down based on your chart and how the planets are currently moving. I love you guys. Thank you for your time. Yes. yes. <laughs>
0: All right, y'all. So this week we are going to be top ta- talking about a topic that is near and dear to both me and Deidre Hot Space. Oh, sure. So if the hot space, I'm a little hot up, but by, by just you know us remembering how people had us fucked up, don't just just just. Ease up, on we okay. Let we yeah. have this. Love <laughs> we okay. That's who the set up for. Love me, love me,
1: love me. Okay, love me. Um,
0: this week we are talking about breadcrumbing. If you've never heard of breadcrumbing, it is a way of leading someone on. So basically, the person communicates frequently enough to keep the other person interested, aka leaving breadcrumbs. Exactly, But not enough to form an actual bond. So you can be breadcrumbed either by someone who you're not in a relationship with or by someone who you are in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. You can be breadcrumbed by a family member. It's basically just yes. someone giving you just enough to make you feel like you are wanted, that you have their attention, but then not really giving you the exact thing that it is that you exactly. want or need from them. So- and not to
1: cut you off, but mm-hmm. another place where people get breadcrumbs a lot is the workplace. Mm-hmm. Somebody bosses who's am- can do that. bosses can breadcrumb you. If you're an ambitious person and you kind of have been stuck in the same role for a while, and anytime you finally work up the nerve to bring it up, you, you might be being breadcrumbed where your leader will give you just enough to make you feel like there's something to look forward to, but it's just to kind of get you to shut up.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm so sorry to. No, honestly, it's, it's. It's almost like when a kid keep begging you to eat and you know dinner ain't coming until six or if you are fucked up, you don't actually plan on feeding him. So you're just like, here, man, you get my snacks and they just shut the fuck up and leave. you. Yes. It's it's the same, same concept. So some yes. examples of breadcrumbing can be texting, emailing or DMing every so often, but not responding to requests to spend more time together, mm. Um, commenting on your social media posts, but not really engaging in direct communication being yeah. attentive and flirty in person but not making a move to hang out again Damn. sending um memes or like just small forms of communication but like no deeper conversations um texting frequently but not getting to know each other which mm.
1: that's Ooh. such a giant waste of time to me like why do people do that i mean sometimes I'm, I'm like y'all don't got nothing to do Listen, That's go, so weird to me.
0: Don't be judgy, Kai. about to speak my truth and you're going to okay, be judging me. Right.
1: Right.
0: Making Ooh. ambiguous plans with you that never seem to pan out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One day they seem totally into you. The next day you can't find them. Mm. Um, only interested in sex. And when you question the relationship, they make you feel guilty or responsible for any problems. Inconsistent mm-hmm. communication or coming up with excuses for why. Like coming up with excuses for like their lengthy periods of being gone or being distant and then like making up with you again just enough to like make you happy and making you feel like they missed you but i'm not triggered at all not really <laughs> listen <laughs> that's why we're like didra draw don't be talking about them people because
1: <laughs> yeah because all It-ney. of us have been brought from in some fashion listen yeah. i'm not afraid to say that some of those things are things that i've experienced especially specifically with like romantic partners yeah you know so I get it. I got it. I, got I, it.
0: I, I think as a fat woman, I think fat women know breadcrumbing intimately because yeah. we expect, let me, let me specify. I, I don't know what dating is like for fat women right now. I'm assuming we have the same problems because pe- people ain't really changed that much. Yeah. But fat women growing up in like the early 2000s um, mm-hmm. and trying to like date in high school and like college during that time where men were into fat women but um, they were ashamed of that. They it, were attracted and they to hide. us sexually and emotionally, but they were not willing to publicly admit that, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So there was a lot of like, I want to show you that I am interested in you and that I am attracted to you in private, but when we in public, you're not going to see that or like, I'm going to distance myself while I'm going come back.
1: So it's, it's something okay. I know very... I hate familiar. to be like shallow and like unaware of things, but I first learned that that was a thing on the game. There was an episode of the game that spoke to that because there was this woman you ever seen the movie um oh god what was it called is it fat girls the one with monique
0: i can't fucking stand that movie but yeah go ahead
1: (laughs) so the woman who played her best friend the really pretty caramel complected um friend Mm -hmm. she was in an she guest started an episode of the game Mm -hmm. and we were like teenagers when the game came out so that's when i learned that that was an experience that y'all were having is um because she was she guest started the game and she was like a news commentator and her and malik were in like a full-blown like situationship Mm. um because he and he had like harassed bad that was his but he
0: wasn't willing for her to like his public yes
1: they would be in the hotel room and he when i tell you he had like he was so smitten with her (laughs) he had like harassed bad okay he Mm -hmm. couldn't get enough of her but once they were out of that hotel room like and it would be like whenever they were in the same city they would link up Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a thing, like they were like a couple couple, but whenever they were like in the same city, they would link up. He could not get enough of her. And it wasn't even just on some sexual shit. You could tell he actually liked her as a person. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He was so nice to her and stuff when they were in private, but then in public, he kept it strictly professional. Mm-hmm. He never even, you know, I don't even think he ever asked her out on like a proper date. And when she clocked it, she pretty much was like, nigga, bye. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I don't need your bullshit. And I don't know if she said breadcrumbs, but it was very much that. Like, I don't need your breadcrumbs. Like, so that was it. Like, I knew
0: I wasn't crazy. Like, these guys were, like, on my phone and and texting me, like, all up just, like you said, smitten. Okay, I was, like, the center of the fucking universe. But when it came to publicly acknowledging that we were dating, Mm -hmm. then it was... For Crickets, right? And it would come with like that ghosting of like, I don't want you to think that I too into you, so I'm gonna disappear yeah. for a little while. I'm
1: gonna pull back for a little bit, and then I'm gonna come back all of a sudden. i in love with you again. That's, That's fucked mean. up. I've had men who, even like my ex, I've talked about him on the show. Um, you know, my son's dad, he was very abusive and private. He never put his hands on me. So let me just start there. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to remember that abuse comes in many forms, right? You yeah. don't have Which to be. You've talked about this on the show. I've talked about that. He was very good at treating me the way I deserve to be treated in front of others. Mm. Um, When we had people visiting, when we were like out someplace, um, treating me the way he used to treat me when we first got together around others. But then in private he was mean as fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and see i've
0: had the literal opposite experience where like there was a guy and, and we talked about it on the abuse episode the we the did. guy who i said was emotionally abusive where he would like roast me in front of other people like insult me treat me like shit and then in, in private i again all yeah, over like, you you such a cool girl Jay. like I, I can't talk to nobody else like this and i'm like so why the fuck do you so treat, why do you me, like treat shit? me like
1: shit <laughs>
0: like you know I, you I, don't I, can you don't can't separate it and that's that's the frustrating part about bread because we gon' I gonna give some other examples of it. Um the Really frustrating part about breadcrumbing is that you kind of hyper-focus on the moments that's really good. You hyper-focus yes. on when they're treating you really, really well. It's almost as if those people who do breadcrumb, they'll figure out exactly what it is seek seeking in that's this life. And, and from people and in love, and they're like, okay, I ain't gonna give this to you every day. I'm gonna come back, bitch, and I'm gonna make you feel like the most loved person in the world, and I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. exactly what it is that you need to
1: hear, and then I'm gonna disappear again. But what I've found to be the best antidote for a breadcrumber who's this that's how Mm -hmm. you get rid of a breadcrumber if you're not ready to let go of your toxic bae for whatever reason if the dick too good or whatever don't do this if they are an actual breadcrumber they're not going to respond they're never coming back right Mm -hmm. so you have to be prepared to never initiate contact with them again so the reality is that they
0: get away with what they get away with because like we have to be honest with ourselves right we hold space for them yeah we hold space for them we could talk about ain't shit man all day but the reality is and we talked about this in a last episode many of us have taken men back whether it's through relationships or through yep. just simply texting answering a text we've taken people back who don't deserve to be taken back because of we like the way they don't make us feel we like the the chase we like the dick was too the bomb high of the flirty conversation <laughs> or the dick was too bomb like we have all these reasons and then we'd be like oh i never talking to that man again but you don't block it though you don't block him exactly. you don't block him. you ain't talking to he ever again but he have access to you exactly. you ain't talking to him ever again but when he hot up your your social media post you'd be like mm-hmm, you don't you answer get a it. little
1: butterfly you don't reply to the what? comment but you will be giggling to yourself bitch you look dumb black woman you lo- yeah, black block him. him and the, the thing is, is if you know you're not ready to block him then i'm sorry just be, be, be more honest with yourself because let me tell you something I don't know if you all You saw the story that I posted the other day talking. You know, the little boy with a fish that was like, I want to keep it. But it's my fish. It's my, right. So for me, right, my last tawdry affair, listen. It's fucking tawdry. Papa affair. had me in a little bit of, it was a tawdry affair, honey. Papa had me in a, I mean, not literally, obviously, but he had me in a little bit of a chokehold, right? <laughs> but rather than doing the whole, I ain't never talking to him again, did it, I, I decided I'm not reaching out. If he reaches out, I'm going to respond because I know me and done with he. It just is what it is. I'm not going to sit here in front and be like, I ain't talking to him no more. I and he's not blocking. He ain't blocked on nothing. That's my nigga. Okay. I ain't done with he. When I done done with he, he ain't blocked. But at the very least, I'm not reaching out. <laughs> you, and I can't even be, I can't even get your ass, Deidre,
0: because I've been there, right? I've been there. Okay. It's, and it's funny, it's the same fucking. Pa- I could apply so many different scenarios to this one man. Because,
1: I feel like he like, need a royalty check at this point.
0: He need a royalty check on the <laughs> podcast because no, listen to me. Papa was was one of the define, like he was the defining relationship of my yeah. young adulthood. Like,
1: yeah, and
0: it was such a was an- he, an- he an- like an- you an- Mr. Toxic. Big. He he is my, ba- you but know. What's you funny? know, what? Sh- we watched <laughs> Sex and the City together, right?
1: And I texted and I was like, guess who you be. But you know what though? Can I just say this? I'm so glad you chose your Aiden because I, let's not cast even
0: my Aiden because Carrie did not dissolve that man. I deserve my man.
1: That's true. You definitely deserve your Aiden. You know I, what? So he's what's, my Smith. Charlotte Smith. Jared. What? Smith. Jarrett. Because I was gonna say, what's um Charlotte's husband's name? Yes, your Smith. Jared. Um,
0: He's my Smith Jared though. I'm He's more of a Smith Samantha. Jared. He took me She's... out of my out of my horish ways, and I'm like, yeah. I could commit to you. The movie, but you actually like it there. Samantha don't like it
1: there. The
0: movie's ain't canon. We don't count right. that. Yeah, Samantha, that's true. That relationship ended when the show ended, on I set. But yeah. <laughs> no, he he definitely was on some Mr. Big shit. Um, and again, I've described this this relationship in a number of ways on the podcast, so I I don't know. Let's just call
1: him Mr. Big. Okay, we're gonna we we giving this man a nickname officially because he Period. gonna come up again. He gonna come up i don't up think again. we're gonna i don't think we're big enough to get a cease and desist from you know no, no. hbo so we're going um we can call <laughs> him mr big so mr big um <laughs> he just
0: he he was he breadcrumbed the fuck out of me like yeah. he would dip he would go no contact for a couple of months and then he would pop back up and we would talk again and it was almost like all i needed i used to miss he so much Oh my when gosh. he was gone, the all I needed was for, for he to come back and say anything, right? He got to oh.
1: say hi. I'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> you're back. <Yeah. laughs> like, I'd and be that's what so so sucks because the reality is, and, and this is a harsh reality that we all have to face at some point, is this person is only coming back because they need an ego boost. Mm-hmm. Because if they were that into you or into me or whomever, they would remain in contact and yeah. con- you know what i mean so they go off they take interest in whatever they are interested mm-hmm. in and when that flops then they come back looking for us and it's like I'm yeah sorry, and it's it's
0: it's so funny because i did not i i actually only heard of breadcrumbing for the first time i think maybe all year this year or last year and it was so mm-hmm. funny because the minute i heard about this girl explain it on tiktok i went on my instagram and my close friends and i went on a long ass rant right i don't know if you remember mm-hmm. i was like Y'all, I just realized what breadcrumbing is and then it hit me that I, this person has been breadcrumbing me for a decade. Like, Damn. which is insane. But he he would do that. He would disappear. He would come back. because I, hit... I was available to you, you would snatch your fucking breadcrumbs back and move on with your life and go date mm-hmm. some other people and then come back to me when it was time to come back to me. Like, it was... Can I tell you, and, and, so and this so is chaotic. not like...
1: And it's not to be like, oh, this is a you thing, but this is usually the it pattern with men like that is... You're a placeholder, and they yeah. want to see who they can get, and if by chance they don't get, who you're like you said, I fuck up my chest just when. <laughs> I know that's how come I say it's not so much that you think it's it's a thing that happens with that kind of relationship dynamic. Mm. So this yeah. is this. I mean, obviously, this is what you were going through, but this is this is a dynamic that just takes place. Yeah, is you have this woman who you do like a lot, you love her, right? But mm. there might be something that she doesn't have that somebody else something that's missing, right, off your. Mm dream list or whatever the fuck so you can go out you can have your good t- and this is what toxic people do okay you're gonna go out you're gonna have your fun you're gonna look for more and then if you don't find more then she's still there so that's who i'm gonna end up with that's yeah. what happened with carrie and mr big yeah. i know plenty of women that that's ha- happened with that's a that's a very common in what struggle love and go listen mm-hmm. to our struggle love episode if you don't really know what struggle love is yeah. but um that's a common dynamic in those like struggle relationships. breadcrumbing isn't just I gonna come back and show you a little
0: bit of, of attention. breadcrumbing is I am going to come back and do like it's the grand like, gesture, right mm-hmm, which is what why you're like, asking
1: for mm-hmm, but which is why
0: Mr. Big is such a good example because he would come back and like, make it seem to Carrie like he was giving it all up for her like this was it she's the one like that it's all for you right and then something would come up and he would leave her again right
1: well I and mean, he was also willing paris. He, he flew to, to paris, paris. he she was had a also new man. willing
0: though willing to destroy her new relationships for the sake of having her right because it wasn't it was for he it wasn't just enough to like oh you know obviously we're not working out I gonna move on it was like if Carrie was in a new relationship big was somewhere in the picture like mm-hmm. it's it's like that so it's it's not just that they will come back and again shoot you a little text and like that's enough to get you back it's usually like they'll explain the reason they've been gone and why yeah it was it was everything else in the world keeping me away from you it wasn't you it was never you you're never the problem and is for, for some people, when it comes to breadcrumbing, the person who's breadcrumbing you is often telling you that you are like different from everybody else. You are the most yes. important thing in their life. They love you in a different way. And like, that's why yes. they can't stay away from you, right? But the reality yeah. is, is like, it's it's almost opposite. You're not the most important thing in their life. You're probably the least important, but the most convenient, which is why it, they keep coming back. So aside from just, cause I, I, I think a part of it too, when we're talking about breadcrumbing- we almost villainizing these people, right? And right. that's not to say they're not the villains, because oh, I sorry, Mister Big.
1: Listen, the, shout <laughs> out to the cute. peloton. That's you're what I'm gonna say.
0: You're the villain, um, so, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I think in that case, Mister Big is the villain, but <laughs> breadcrumbers are not always the villain. So Agreed. there are reasons why they breadcrumb. Sometimes it's their own low self esteem. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes somebody you know feels. Like, like they, they need to keep you coming back, but they don't actually feel worthy of like having you. Um, That's true. Another part of it could be insecure attachment styles. So Oh my God, I was
1: literally going to say it could be their attachment style. They feel
0: vulnerable by, by giving you that intimacy. And then the other thing is emotional unavailability, unavailability due to our me- mental health Condition, so it could just be general emotional unavailability, or it could just be like they have shit. Go- they actually have shit going on with their mental health.
1: Yeah. Another thing to that is a lot of times people are struggling mentally, and the only way they know how to cope is by bonding with finding our body. Yeah. Yep. And don't get so me that's... wrong.
0: Don't get me wrong. I have. I don't know that I. Mm, I guess it is breadcrumbing. I don't know. I. I am definitely that person who you know, in my loneliness, especially when I was like single. I would try to like attach myself to something, right? Like, really? go text somebody just to flirt with them, like, I just yeah. get get what I wanted. But then like the conversation would die, and I would just move on with my life. Like, yeah. I so I I think I definitely have like breadcrumb people in the past, but I haven't done it so extensively to where I felt like, oh, this person has feelings for me. It's just like, oh, this person like me and is interested in me, and like, would fuck me if I gave them the chance. But never right. gonna happen. I just want you to tell me my bunna look nice, and I think I'm
1: gonna move on with my life. You know what? That's I don't think that I've done that to that extent. However, I do know that I um I spent a lot of time peeling my attachment style because I did used to have an insecure attachment style. I used to be um I used to have a dismissive, avoidant attachment style. I don't and know what so, my
0: attachment style is, you know. I need to look that up. You know what I will say on and what's what keeps coming up as we talk about this, like mm-hmm. and I'm about to drag my father. I think my father was a first person to bread crummy. To be honest. Yeah. He most likely I, was, and that's why you tolerated from men. Yeah. My daddy and, was. And yeah, because they they do this thing where it's like, when I see you, you're my child, right? I love you. Mm-hmm. I gonna give you the wall. Let me go. Let me let we do all this fun shit. Like when yeah. I would see my father, I would have the time of my fucking life. But then yes. my father would disappear.
1: Yeah. And like,
0: not to say disappear like I can't find him. It's just he would be very distant. He would kind of go about inactive. his own life. He would do inactive, yeah. do his own thing and then he would come back it's funny too because sometimes he would like blame me he would be like oh i hear from you how come you hear from me like fathers love to do that shit
1: oh and they love like, to do oh,
0: that the, the phone is a, a two-way conversation and it's like
1: last time and you're time, an adult who one of us me. is so a child you-
0: like one of us is a child one of us is a child okay um yeah so he he would do that shit but like that's that same pattern right that same mm-hmm. I'm gonna show up I gonna be you gonna be the center of my universe and then I gonna dip and then you are gonna wonder mm-hmm. like what did I do like and you you if this is your father right like I was a daddy's girl too so it's like this you are literally the center of my universe so anytime you come back I'm mm-hmm. gonna be mad at you also because mm-hmm. you're my parent I can't be mad at you right like do exactly. I even have a right to be upset so that yeah. same pattern kind of took me into again those relationships where it's like well Mm -hmm. do i have a right to be mad at you because like i like you so much i'm like you like me i'm like maybe you Mm -hmm. had a good reason for being gone like just the way you to try to to
1: to justify that shit in your head and like it's wild yeah and the thing is is it's what you know and it's what your childhood self did to survive what you were going through at the time Mm -hmm. so now that you're grown, you have to learn how you have to unlearn those things yeah and you have to overcome those things because i had to recognize where my parents contributed to my toxic choices and partners as well Um, a big part of why I used to tolerate so much fuck shit from Dylan's dad is because that's what I grew up with. I grew up with a mom who used to berate me. So it was just normal to be berated by somebody you loved. It, it it was just something I kind of accepted. It took me time to realize like, wait, I shouldn't be dealing with this. Same thing with my choice in unavailable men. My daddy, my biological dad. Okay. Let me be more specific. My biological dad was very unavailable. And just like you, when he would pop in, which was very rare, it was amazing you know and I felt like the most special girl so I ended up choosing men who you know were the same and then I had to recognize like nah I think that's an important
0: thing that we have to talk about and I have it planned for a different episode but like emotional unavailability is a bitch right and it affects people in so many ways, but, like, it it ties into so many things. Like, when we ask, like, oh, well, why do you keep letting people come back? And, like, why do you let this person treat you like this? And it's, like, sometimes when you are raised by a person who, like, they'll give you literal crumbs.
1: Literal yeah. crumbs. That's all you know. That's all you know. So if a person try and hand you a slice of bread, you'll be like, oh, shit, It's a slice yeah. of bread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you might, the, it might be too much bread. Mm-hmm. It might be like, oh, I can't stomach this much bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the texture is just not what I'm used to. Like I'm used For me, to the crunchy. Is bitch, is that bread? Get a fuck away from me.
0: <laughs> a lot of my life was that too. It, and it's it's so funny to think about, Deidre. Like one side of my life, which was this relationship with Mr. Big, nobody knows about really. Like I've talked about it at length on the podcast. I've I've spoken about it to specific friends. But like, I went through this decade long shit with his passing and nobody knew about it again because we never got to that point of being in a relationship. Damn, yeah. So there was that Uh, side. and And then there was the other side of like,
1: people actually liking me and me being like, get your dusty hands off. And You know, know why? Cause so much of your energy was allocated to Mr. Big. Yeah. And that's the other thing is, you know what? I want to share a resource with you guys. Anytime we do topics like this, I'm going to try my best to share some sort of a helpful resource, especially one that's like free or, of av- av- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Affordable. There's mm-hmm. this lady on YouTube. She randomly came up on my YouTube feed, maybe like a year or two ago. um, when I say it was so ra- random, but shout out to the algorithm because I learned a lot from her. She calls herself the crappy childhood fairy, but she makes a lot of content for people who have CPTSD, which is complex PTSD, who especially people who are struggling in relationships or who end up choosing the wrong types of partners as a result of their crappy childhood right parents who used to breadcrumb them or abusive parents or emotionally unavailable parents she helps people understand the roots of that help people like to kind of go within and understand where that came from and then overcome it so they can choose better partners for themselves so that they realize how fucking good bread is and that breadcrumbs ain't nothing <laughs>
0: She's Listen, amazing. So that have
1: fucking butter bread in this house right now. And I love butter bread right though they are yeah. get a first thing in the morning. Anyway, you know what's so funny cuz <laughs> I remember one time I was going off on somebody who was playing in my face and I literally was like, "Listen, I need you to understand that you over here trying to sprinkle breadcrumbs and what I require is the keys to the bakery. Mm-hmm. Like, I like my options. Like, I love, and that's the me and I'm always just talking about today. I fuck it." like, in real, like, life, I love bread. But when mm-hmm. I, one thing about me, when I vex with you, honey, it's going to be analogies. Double mm-hmm. entendre, okay? It's going to be a lot. <laughs> just, so I, I very- am coming with bars. <laughs> I'm coming with bars. I am like a rapper when I'm mad, okay? So I very much was like, you trying to breadcrumb me and what I require from any man who gonna- presence is the keys to the bakery okay so get it together okay you can go over there get that get that shit to her she looks like she's on a diet anyway you know it was, it was a lot of that but yeah you know I, you yeah come- i i definitely
0: the other part of it too is that i've never discussed this relationship in therapy it's you never should. come up and i think, think you of- need to though at this i point? think i need to because it's, it's come up in like I mean, three it comes episodes up a lot. this season. It does come yeah. up a lot, but I think it, it comes up a lot because... Because of what we're talking was, about. What we're talking about, but also when I was in it, I never really analyzed it. I never mm. acknowledged how bad it was. It was one of those things where like, I refused to accept how poorly I was being treated until it was done, mm. done. And getting older and shit, like that shit starting to click. So it's like, yes, this was a decade, but... It's it being over now. Me being getting into my thirties and shit, where like I'll be fucking washing dishes and I'm just like
1: suddenly triggered. gone. like. No, but that's, you know what, just I'm glad you brought react. that up because that's a part of healing that people don't always talk about or that mm-hmm. people forget to mention. Yeah, because you are think he- when you're done, you do just move on and everything. Yes. Goes, but no, like but I'm, what still happens is, I'm still mad. I'm still mad. You're going to still be mad for a while. And sometimes what happens is when you're at a point where your standards have risen significantly, mm-hmm. you'll randomly have a flashback or something. And it would be the dumbest thing mm-hmm. would trigger you or would trigger a memory. And then you're angry because you're like, I can't believe there was a time I put up with that bullshit mm-hmm. right so what happens is, is that people think
0: because i'm married that i'm i i have to have been like emotionally just like separated from everything that i've gone through relationship wise and right. that if i talk about those relationships that i'm not over them and i feel like there's a way to be over a person but not over what they did to you what and they how did they did to you, you feel, exactly
1: right? and, so- and and the, yeah and, and the thing is, is when you have those memories and stuff, what what you end up discovering is that who you're really mad at is yourself for allowing yourself to be treated like that. So then what you have to do is, I forgive you, Dean, or I forgive you, Hey Isa. Like, I mm-hmm. get it. Like, you didn't know better then, you know better now. You yeah. got a whole fucking cupboard full of butter bread. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Freshly baked. You I'm did you did the best you could with what you had. Because I've had times where I would have like flashbacks of arguments me and Dylan's dad would have and things like that. And I would just be so like, there have been nights where I would be like wrapping up a night at work. And I something as simple as watching like my younger peers, like the kids who I'm leading just enjoy their life and like have mm-hmm. a Friday night. And I remember one night I cried myself all the way home in my Uber. Cause I'm like, yo, so much of my youth is gone because mm-hmm. I was with somebody I shouldn't have been with. Yeah. And then I had to just be like, okay, Deidre, like you can't get it back cleaning yeah. on bring it back, like yeah. feel these feelings, but it's yeah. okay. At least now you're because would you rather like you you yeah you lost that little bit of youth, but you still have your whole life ahead of you, yeah. and it doesn't involve yeah. abuse. So that's I, a, like you okay. I, I feel like
0: there's there's things that I lost, um, but like I said, I'm I'm there's moments that'll come up where like I'm still very much angry, and I think. You know how people are said, like, oh, you won't always get to get closure. You won't always get to, like, speak your piece. You won't always get, like, you don't always get the final conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing about me, I am a dramatic ass bitch. Like, I don't want the full blown, like, I want the blow yeah. up because sometimes the blow up to make me feel better about everything ending yeah. or the final conversation to make me feel better. And, like, I didn't get that in this situation, right? It was just, yes. it was over when it was over. There have yeah. been times where, like, I drive in in my car. <laughs> You don't cost and him when you driving? I don't cost this man stink. You Mind better. you. Again, That's a good coping tool. I don't just and it's it's not just him. I don't I don't cost he. I don't cost you know, people in, in the past who've like brought like physically harmed shit like that. Like yeah. I don't just go off, right? <laughs> and it's helpful because obviously he ain't gonna ever hear it, but like at least I got to say it, right? Sometimes it'll be like, I'll write a letter of like, this was so fucked up. Like I can't yeah. believe you do this shit to me. And like you right. said, sometimes you don't have to have that conversation
1: with yourself of like, why did I accept that bullshit for so long? Because it's like all it's you know. Like, when you know better, you do better. You didn't know any better at the time. So that's why I said Listen. there also has to be a level of forgiveness for yourself. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, why the fuck did I accept that? That's all I knew. I know better now. Yeah. I'm never going to accept no bullshit like that again. You know, I guess the plus side to, you know, having had a child with the person that played in my face for so many years is, you know, there's going to be points where we still have access to each other. I have gotten my, like, I have caused that man like a dog. Mm-hmm. Like I have, co- <laughs> so that has been very healing and helpful. When I tell you, oh my God, th- <laughs> the estrangement that we're finally like passed, right? We're at a point now where, we're able to have a conversation when it comes to Dylan. Mm-hmm. I'm able to reach out to him and say, Hey, this is going on with Dylan, whatever the case may be. He's able to reach out to me and ask questions and know that he's going to get a clear answer. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was a solid like year and a half, maybe two years, maybe I think it was like a year and a half mm-hmm. where we were fully estranged. I cost that man. I read that man. I read that man. I read that man. I wouldn't stop. I would, when I tell you, it was would- <laughs> like, I was tearing into man. It was like nonstop, and it took him a while. And he, I think, he's still not over it, to be Mm. honest. But we're a lot. We're actually like cordial, cordial, you know. But baby, yeah. So cuss that man, cussy all the time.
0: You listen, I don't cussy in 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 private, and then I'll move on with my life. But it's like, you know, I just, I, I think for anybody listening. The moral of the story is if if I could have given myself advice mm. 10 years ago, Ooh, or I like that. whenever that shit started, I would have been like, hey, Aiza, go ask that man what is keep what is the barrier? What is what is the thing that is keeping this relationship from happening? If you love me so bad, if I'm yeah. so different, if I'm this this special person in your life, what is the problem? Yeah. And if it's distance, fix it. Can you can can you fix it? Can we do long distance since I so important to you? Like just, just keep asking right. questions. You're not Apply asking enough pressure, questions. Set Apply a standard. A and if, yeah. if it's excuse after excuse after excuse, okay, well, let's put this down because obviously it's not working. Mm. So I should be free to go date people who are available to me. You yeah. go date people who are available to you. And if it comes together and it works, it works. If not, I'm not staying here. I'm waiting for you. Sorry. I just think that if if you are being breadcrumbed by a person, like you need to just be straight, like be honest with yourself and with them yeah. about what the situation is. Yes. If you happy with that scenario, if you are, if you could honestly say like, you know, this suits me, I'm
1: fine with this. Cool. right? Whatever well, right. Disney cruise line, bitch. But if you're not, you know, you know what I think, I think, I think that comes with a certain level of maturity. Cause I think at that point it's not necessarily breadcrumbing. It's just, you and this person have an understanding which to yeah. me that's very rare and that comes with a certain level of maturity. Yeah. But if you still working through your stuff, right? Like if you know and that I,
0: you are you are in pain, you're uncomfortable with the situation, you know what? You're longing for more.
1: Yeah. And you know that person could give it to you but is choosing not to or for whatever reason. Uh, that's a good key right there. If they could give it to you but they're choosing not to. Cuz in some cases they can't, right? And but also just, if they can't why are they here? But you know what? I think that right there goes down to what you want in the situation, if that yeah. makes sense. Because for some people, it's going to be like very Samantha, where it's like, I want this. If I want dick thing. and you giving me dick, cool. That's a, Yeah, if yes. it's a specific thing, but there's that understanding and you're being honest with yourself. If it's a situation where you're saying you just want dick, but you know you want more, so you're taking whatever you can get, baby girl, don't do that. Stand don't, up! Don't stand up! And you know what's funny? You get as i them
0: little dot pebbles, them little annoying little fuck that'll hurt your knee bad and they'll leave the little, the little holes, the impressions. Stand you get a shit on your up. knee.
1: Yeah, get your up. knees are bleeding, babe. And I'm gonna tell you this right now, baby. If there's a man in your life that you're interested in and you have that philosophy of, yeah, I want more, but all he's offering me is sex, so I'll take whatever I can get. It's a huge turn off That's why he don't like you. I mean, it's probably another reason why he don't like you, but if you're really settling for whatever you can get because you want more and that person's not available to give you more, I'm telling you as the person who has heard those words, leave a man's lips. It is very unattractive. If you're involved with somebody and you want more than they can give you, but they're only giving you this one thing and you're willing to accept just that one thing when what you need is five, then what that means is you need to raise your standards period. Once you raise your standards, you're going to be say, saying the shit, man. Hey, I just saying it's like, why the fuck did I accept that shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? But the reality is, and, and I know it's harsh to hear those words that it's unattractive, but that's the reality. Because guess what? Even as toxic as that person may be, their standards are a little bit higher than yours because they're not with somebody who is not everything they want. Mm. sorry and i and i know it's coming off as harsh but sometimes we need to kind of really rip the band-aid off that person is and even their excuse might be that they're struggling with their mental health whatever the excuse might be right because if the mental therapy and
0: go my fucking phone
1: exactly right but (laughs) there's a there is a difference in those standards right because that person is still not staying with somebody that they're not fully interested in so you need to do that for yourself you deserve yeah you deserve the best. Okay. You like, fuck bread. First of all, breadcrumbs ain't satisfying. Listen, if you read the nutrition label, breadcrumbs ain't even a fraction of the solvent size. Okay. (laughs) If we, if we gotta, if I gotta put it like that, breadcrumbs ain't even a fraction of the solvent size. Go get the full slice at the very least, get a slice of bread. Yeah. If you, listen, if you don't want the keys to the bakery like me, because I recognize that I'm very extravagant and decadent and I, I want the, the most, right? You want to feel a fucking weed. Yeah. With. I want to witness you needing that motherfucker. Go harvest dough. that fuck yourself. Yes. Yes. I safe? want to... <laughs> All of it. Check I want phone. you. I require it. You're gonna go mill the wheat and all that shit. I'm going to watch you, you know, need this dough. I want mm-hmm. to come back and check on the bread as it's proofing. I want I to smell it in the oven bacon. And I'm I want that you to with you. I'm not baking That's... it with you. Go bake that, that one... fucking bread and bring it to me. No, and I'm gonna come to check this on it. Me. I'm gonna come. This is me.
0: This is me. <laughs> I go insult the married woman in here. Sometimes there's nothing more fucking beautiful, right? If we're using bread as an analogy, than baking the bread with them, right? Because once you get to that point in marriage, it's it stops being about what you offering me and why I'm offering you and da-da-da-da. And it starts being about what is this life that we are building together? And what are you contributing? And what am I contributing? And what is this beautiful thing that we can create from it, right? And I... Cannot tell you how fucking amazing it is when you both contribute to your relationship and that love and like you're both putting in that work and you just see this like, I don't know how to explain it. There's a point in a like very healthy relationship where you don't just look at each other like, wow, we're happy. Like, and I fucked the just, it's like, you it's, know what I'm realizing? It's such a high, you probably are jaded Are you watching me like i like, crazy?
1: <laughs> it's not even that I'm jaded. I think what it is is I just <laughs> and and this is this is something I've been coming to terms. You were with ready to last. get me like, the
0: fuck out of here,
1: but I'm I'm so like, I was like, <sighs> I said that I'm serious. So you know what I've okay. Here's the thing: the thing that I've recognized and I've had to come to terms with is that I am genuinely just not emotionally invested in those types of partnerships. There was a time where I was, and it, I learned in that time, like, oh, this ain't for me. Like, I like. Um, what's the word? I like relationships in doses. I love my space. Not so much. I need a separate bedroom. That's mm. your house. This is my house. <laughs> Let's go have fun. Let's go on this date. I'll come to your place. You could come to my place, but that's your and life that's over fair. there. And this is my <laughs> life over here. i that's not you, you know what I've recognized? And this is what it is. Cause I love romantic relationships. I just don't like doing life with a romantic partner mm. and that is so weird and a lot of people can't grasp that in their I, mind is if you're committed to somebody you're doing life with them i don't want to do life with you i want to do our romantic relationship together but and have I want your us own to, but have my life and i want us and to I'm update fair. each other because that's the thing i've been wanting to hear about your life right when i'm with my motherfucking niggas right i've been wanting to hear about their life how's this how's this person but how's you want us to get in
0: and go home <laughs>
1: whatever you however
0: you going home go home and listen to like i i think that that's a beautiful thing and i think if that's your preference that's cool i will say i struggled a bit coming into the type of partnership that i am in now yeah because i was i'm i'm still very much like that in a way right Where like yeah i want my own shit i want my own life i want my own friend groups i want to do my own thing like I had a hard time at first when we did get, when we were living together and then we eventually did get married of like, no, this thing is mine. Like, I don't just <laughs> go over there. I don't know. Yes. Especially sharing a room. Oh my God. Sharing a fucking room and a bed. I listen, which is why I have my, my beautiful Hello. bed behind me. Because sometimes I need to sleep by myself. But I will say that there is a, a part, which is what I was talking about earlier. There is a part that I do really like, which is, I do like the idea of creating this life with you. Like yeah. I have my life and you have your life, but there is also a life that we have to get at and that we're creating yeah. together. And it's beautiful. So yeah. if the listener, if that's you, if you're pause if, if you wanna make your loaf of bread and your your partner make his bread and you
1: come together and be like, so Oh, that's the bread. Here's that's the, the here's the thing, right? Because, because- I wanted to bring it back to the bread, right? <laughs> you go bake the bread. I will make the jams. I will churn some butter in my kitchen. I will pull out my mixer and I will make butter. I will make all, I will make a charcuterie board to share with this bread. But at some point, I'm you going to get the bakery up. <laughs> I'm going to take my, sh- my sir- listen, it's going to be a potluck. I'm coming to the bakery. Where's the bread? I brought all these jams. I brought all these things to go with the bread. I'm a, thank you for my to-go serving i will leave all this charcuterie stuff here you could give me back my cutting boards the next time we see each other Somebody i'm going Thomas home bakery
0: and tell them to sponsor a good podcast
1: <laughs> honestly Thomas bakery sponsored the podcast because this was i oh. love the bread analogy but yeah i don't want breadcrumbs i want like keys to the bakery and mm-hmm. i want you to make the bread and i'm gonna come enjoy this bread and i'm gonna bring stuff to go on the bread i'm not coming with my hand and i'm swinging i will make jams I will bring the finest cuts of meat. I will bring things to make sandwiches. Okay. And I'm going to leave my things there and I'm going to take my and bread and I'm going to go the fucking home bakery up. and I'm going to lock the bakery up and say, see you next time. <laughs> Hit me up after you milled some more wheat. I, But I don't want to be kneading dough with you and all see? that. Sh- no, nah. I, I don't want to do. All- you know why? I think because. I think you and Stephen have a unique situation because you guys started out young, and then yeah. you disbanded for a little bit. You had your chance to gain I, your independence. I went
0: and I closed my bakery. Yeah, and then you came back together. While.
1: So you like building this life with him. For me, mm-hmm. I started out very young, thinking I was going to build a life with somebody. It didn't mm-hmm. quite work out. Yeah, and because I've spent so much time alone, the thought of trying to integrate somebody into the life I've already created—it's like mm-hmm. it's going to be—it's going to take a lot for me to want to integrate somebody into this. And I don't know that I would want to integrate into somebody else's thing. And if I do, Mm. honey, you probably, listen, he probably do OBL, something, I don't know. (laughs) But how about you have a great life that you've built, that you love, and I have mine, and then we come together, right, and enjoy our romantic relationship, and we don't have too many... Responsibilities for a partnership. Because mm. people hear that and then they get all offended and triggered, and they're like, "Oh, you don't like commitment." It's not that I don't like commitment. I'm very committed to the life I currently. And, have. and that's the thing, <laughs> you and, know what and I mean? We
0: <laughs> we also we we got put out on an episode list too is that people hear non monogamy or polyamory or just like non traditional relationships, right? And yeah. the first thing they'll think is like, "You're not committed to this," right? Even something as simple as me having my own bedroom where, like, mm-hmm. I sleep separately from my husband sometimes. Yeah. You don't, you don't see the cat so sticking people in are of, like, you're a whore. You don't want to be with your husband. Like, you, people will freak the fuck out. And I'll be like, dog, he's yeah. across the hallway. Like, yeah. but you know it's what? because they have their own insecurity about, like, if I don't have possession of you, what uh, does that mean? And m- taking it, us right back right to there. fucking breadcrumbing is, mm-hmm. I don't want you. I don't actually want this relationship, but if I don't have possession of you, if I don't come oh. back and put my stake
1: back in this,
0: then what does that mean
1: for me? Then like what I don't get this thing that I me, want. Then what does that mean for me? Exactly. Because this person is c- serving a part of my ego that, you know, it's baby, this was a good episode, honey. This is probably. <laughs> I'm wrap it t-
0: up because we gotta make
1: plans. <laughs> I don't know if it's top three, but it's definitely
0: top five. It's up there. And all I gotta say is look, Mr. Big, even though it'll cost you in my car every day, I do hope that wherever it is that you, whatever it is you needed to figure out for yourself mentally that caused you to cause me so much pain, I hope you figure <laughs> that fuck out. Do I wish you well? Probably not. You had enough. Well, in your life, okay, at my expense. I love so, that. I love go that. to therapy and don't be a gun. Thanks, bye. Bro, I love
1: that. All
0: right, for the girls, though, we we love Ayabad. Don't let nobody breadcrumb you. You deserve the whole bakery, not just any regular regular, Ashmegal bakery. Okay, one of the legendary ones, one of the ones that been around of for the a art while. One. Okay, yeah,
1: you deserve a bakery that ba- that bakes multiple types of bread, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from different regions. Like you deserve you're getting French bread. You're getting Italian bread. You're getting bagels. You you're getting sourdough. Your you're getting Whatever kind of bread you want. Your fruits. Whatever bread your you want. Your charcuterie
0: boards. You dissolve it all. Okay? All of it. Don't accept yes. less than what you fucking dissolve. And if you are accepting less, ask yourself, am I a fucking subpar bitch? No, you're not. Stand exactly. the fuck up. Dust off your ch- ashy ass knees. Your blistered ass knees.
1: <laughs> and Don't piss me the fuck up anyway we love, we love y'all sorry for the tough love but sometimes dude there's this lady on tiktok if he don't call you he's not interested if he, <laughs> i'm gonna look for her she's like such an auntie but i just love her it's so. the truth listen
0: i i don't tell my niece we don't need that shit. because my niece is in high school and i'm like i i'm so proud of the young girl woman that yeah. she is because my niece is not here for these m- okay she don't period she, dudes will tell she that she pretty and she'll be like okay <laughs> you're
1: gonna have to do more than that i already know you and it's not say so she don't know how to take compliments
0: because she does take compliments very right? she's she's a very well-mannered girl but when it comes to man trying to gash or little boy trying to gash she up she she'll be like okay that's cute boy you have to come correct exactly she uh, i love that for her but yeah go to listeners crumb. you know where you go find us um i actually want to hear your breadcrumbing stories dm me i love when i attack your business in my dms and i don't ask you to so this time i'm asking you to if you've been breadcrumbed, okay if you had a gingerbread man scunt in your life that's gonna be the fucking episode to watch. <laughs> if 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 <laughs> if you had a gingerbread man chasing your ass dung. You? Hate you.
1: so much. I literally hate you. Or woman, it
0: could be a gingerbread woman too.
1: Cause, Cause is going to get breadcrumb too. We be, I was about to say we be a little bit toxic. I'm not gonna act like I ain't never breadcrumb nobody before. But see me, I don't breadcrumb. I don't cut up chunks of bread and leave it. I don't be. Yeah. Me gonna give ah! crumbs. I gonna give a little sliver. You know the little nut that it will put on top of the um. Exactly. The
0: butter bread. The, the, That's the, the, the right butter game. bread. Yeah. Everybody love the little nut. I ain't You gonna end bread, bread
1: from me. You ain't just <laughs> bread You gonna a slice of end bread. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, if 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 you've been breadcrumbed, I want you to
0: come tell me your business. DM at good pod, either on Facebook, on Instagram, um, or on Twitter, private message us. We don't tell our business, we don't read names. Okay. Just DM yeah. me and tell me by the time i mother scant play in your face. Unless
1: yeah. the mother scunt was me. If so, it's too fucking late, bitch. I don't want to hear it. And you probably deserved it. Yeah. Um, we did that Twitter space thing. That was very interesting.
0: Shout out to the Twitter space. Shout out to the Twitter space. Listen, okay, let me say something. The the Twitter space that I am usually in is that kind of chaos, right? <laughs> every week, every, damn near every day, day, there'll be in that Twitter space, right? But I love these people bad because they love me and they love God Up, okay?
1: You know, because I was going to ask, and the reason why I brought that up,
0: also, my name is, is Plaza Cakes on Twitter until Fortune Notice. I don't know if you noticed that my name been Plaza Cakes since I don't
1: be on Twitter. That <laughs> night that I logged on for that Twitter space was my first time logging on to Twitter in a month. We appreciate you
0: making our appearance because I was not oh, expecting you to hit the Twitter streets. And when you come in, I was like,
1: oh, fuck, hold on, she please really pass. Did you try to
0: hear? it was um, fun though it was fun i love them back i liked though. it shout out thank to, you to shout everybody out space.
1: yeah thank you to everybody who requested that space thank you to Heiza for hosting it um and thank you to all of y'all who support this podcast like yeah. honestly this podcast is literally nothing without y'all so we fuck yeah. with y'all heavy
0: shout out to our good up patrons for keeping the lights on you can join our good up good up patreon group get bonus content and exclusive access to all of our video episodes at patreon.com slash good podcast lowest tier is a dollar a month um we love our patreons bad okay um and then shout out to our audience y'all know continue the conversation use the hashtag good up tuesday or at good up Pod. make sure you dm me your breadcrumbing stories okay because i love 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 your business love your business what am i um and with that being said we're gonna see i right back here next tuesday on the good up podcast we at the halfway point of the season pretty oh much so streets is lit and um yeah Bye. I'm just playing. You I'm like, you have to them tell them? me.
1: I'm not going to say it if you don't tell me. <laughs> Bye.
0: This season of the Good Up Podcast is sponsored by Empath Psychological Services. The Good Up Podcast is Black woman hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Heyaiza Quinones Ivory. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Tag us using the hashtag Good Up Tuesday and join the VIP section over on Patreon for exclusive bonus content at Patreon.com slash Good Up Podcast.